You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Galliotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles, and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. Before we even start this episode, I feel like I just have to share with you how freaking behind I am. Just in case you woke up this morning like, oh my god, I need to get my shit together. Just know we're in the same boat, okay? Because it is 6 o'clock on Monday evening, the Monday before this episode is supposed to air, and I'm just now recording it. And not only that, I also have to edit it because I missed a deadline with my podcast editor, which is totally my fault, obviously. And yeah, my podcast usually airs at like 3 a.m. on Tuesdays, and it's 6 o'clock on Monday tonight, but it's fine because we are committed. (laughs) No, really, I'm actually super excited to talk about this topic. Having influence of any kind, whether it's over one person or one million people, comes with rules and responsibilities that are super, super important. And some of those rules are unspoken, and then some of them are actual laws. And your online presence that is a representation of you and your brand. And so in this episode, I'm going to share kind of my biggest influencer icks to avoid that in my opinion and or by law cross the line of ethics. Now, just as a little disclaimer, not everyone's going to agree with me here. I have seen plenty of people who are doing some of the things that I'm going to talk about today. Everybody does business differently and this is just going to be a combination of my own opinions mixed with, you know, laws that are out there and in place that have to do with influencing. The first thing I want to get into today is MRR or Master Resell Rights. I'm very curious if you guys have been seeing this a ton lately. I certainly have been seeing it explode on my feeds, but I know it definitely depends on what type of content you usually consume and what kind of niche you're in. So if you're open to it, shoot me a DM and let me know if this is something you've heard of. But essentially what Master Resell Rights are, is whenever someone grants others the right to resell their course legally. So what people are doing is selling a course that they didn't even create about selling a course. So they're also, they're selling a course that they didn't create um, about getting results that they didn't get, essentially. There are a few different reasons why I just don't recommend you participating in MRR. And one of those reasons is that people really are quickly starting to view it as very pyramid scheme type vibes. And if it's already getting a bad rep, you can guarantee it's going to be one of those trends that fizzles out fast. And speaking of things happening fast, I personally think that the FTC or the Federal Trade Commission is going to crack down on this very quickly um, because of ethics. I think that they're going to start paying attention to the implications that it would have on the consumer of these courses. And so yeah, my second reason is that I don't even think it will be legal for too much longer. And then third, but certainly not least, at the end of the day, I just don't think that you should be selling a course or any type of resource about something that you don't have firsthand experience in. Just to compare it to something that's been around a little bit longer, if you think about MLMs, it's kind of giving the same vibes as like that MLM girl who sells hair care but has just already had natural, beautiful hair her entire life and it isn't because of the product that she has that beautiful hair, but she's just selling it as if it is, right? Like, it's similar vibes to that. Not exactly the same. That is my third reason why it 
it's just not something that I consider ethical to do. Um, if you're going to influence someone into committing to something and paying for something, I think you should really, really, really believe in it and really, really be knowledgeable about it. So keep that in mind. If you are interested in selling digital products, it doesn't have to be hard, but I don't think that MRR is the way that you should make it easier on yourself. So again, that is just my opinion. As of right now, it is legal. But yeah, that is just the first one that is a little influencer ick for me. The next point I want to talk about is also super, super relevant right now, and it is FTC guidelines and influencers and creators who don't follow them. The Federal Trade Commission is essentially who is making sure that sponsored posts and ads are disclosed correctly and fairly and ethically. And you may or may not have heard that the FTC just recently sent out 12 plus letters to pretty high level influencers and nutrition creators out there for not disclosing ads properly. And so you might be thinking, okay, so they didn't at all say hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored, but that isn't true. Actually, the FTC is really cracking down on the specific way that you disclose any sponsored posts or ads, even if they're gifted. So I'm going to give you a few examples of that and also quote the letter that they sent out to these influencers and creators a bit. One of the most notable people to receive these letters was Alex Earl, presumably. So they definitely are not letting shit slide. And these are super important guidelines to pay attention to. And some of these things even surprised me. And I didn't realize just how specific some of these rules had to be followed, essentially. So one of them being that the sponsorship toggle that you can kind of turn on and off on Instagram and or TikTok is not necessarily enough. And the FTC is finding that it's too easy to miss in order to be an ethical way to disclose a sponsored post. So they are saying that there needs to be an additional way that the post is disclosed as well. And something that I found super, super interesting is that they were quoted saying that it is not enough just to visually and or audibly disclose the ad in certain situations. So sometimes creators are visually promoting the product, but they haven't actually said anything indicating audibly that they are doing this as a part of a sponsored post. And this is something that the FTC is paying attention to as well. On the same note of visually disclosing, they're also saying not to bury your disclosure somewhere deep in the caption. So if you are going to use hashtag sponsored or hashtag ad or whatever it is, don't make it the very last hashtag at the end of a long caption, right? Put it right there up at the front um, or somewhere in those first couple of lines before they actually have to expand the caption. That's what would be best. And then the last notable thing about disclosing sponsored posts and ads and FTC guidelines that I want to talk about is that sometimes hashtag sponsored or hashtag ad is still not enough, even if it's the very first thing you put in your caption. And that is because sometimes, again, this is not going to be in every single scenario, um, but sometimes it's not clear who is sponsoring the post. So just as an example, the product that the influencer is promoting might look like a cute little drink when in reality, the person who actually is sponsoring it is the sugar industry. And this is kind of in par with what is going on with the latest FTC drama. So if you haven't heard of that, definitely, definitely look it up. Again, you know, I want you to do your own research on all of this stuff. This is just the highlights and the brief breakdown, um, but there's a lot that went into it and it's very fascinating. So I do recommend looking up some breakdowns on TikTok. 
But yeah, overall, just look over the FTC site, look over the guidelines on TikTok or Instagram or wherever you'll be posting a sponsored post, even if it's gifted, um, and just make sure that you are ethically following these rules from now on. I know that some of these mistakes are things that tons of us have been doing. Even if you don't intend to be deceptive with the ad, that is how it will be viewed whenever it is reviewed by the FTC. So all that is so interesting to me, um, and I definitely wanted to make sure it was mentioned in this episode. Moving on to the next influencer ick I have when it comes to ethics, and that is stealing someone else's intellectual property on any level, whether it is creating the same post as someone else and putting word for word what they put on the screen or, you know, reselling their digital product or using the copy from their landing page on your sales page, whatever it is, I absolutely hate that. And what grinds my gears even more is that I have heard from some students that they've been a part of programs in the past where the coach was telling them to do this. They were telling them to copy word for word the most viral posts. And it's like, in my opinion, first of all, that's not going to get you far. Like it's, it's just not, it doesn't show any of your personality or originality. Also, it's just wrong. (laughs) And on top of that, it is illegal. As innocent as you might think it is to copy someone's 30 second post, it actually is their intellectual property once it is posted. And so it is something that they could act on, especially if they're a business. And if they are a business, they actually could sue you um, if you made any money off of it or anything like that. So, So it really is important just not even to get started in that habit because honestly, if you do get started into that habit, it's going to be so hard for you to become someone who creates quality content. Like you can't be someone who is a trendsetter and who learns on their own by just copying someone else, right? You have to figure it out and figure out what works for you um, and put your own spin on things. There is a line between drawing inspiration and stealing something, right? And I, I think we all kind of understand what that line is line is, but hopefully if not, this was enlightening for you. (laughs) We definitely don't want to be word for word stealing other people's content in any format. Um, So I'm not going to spend too much time on this point because I'm hoping that we all just have a firm grasp on that one. The next topic that I want to talk about is reasonably relevant right now for sure, um, and that is performative posting. So this is so touchy because again, as creators and as influencers, we do have responsibilities. And I do think that a part of that responsibility is sharing about things that are important to us that are going on in the world and to an extent keeping people informed but about things that we are also informed about. That's my issue. Okay so if you don't know what performative posting means essentially it's whenever like things are going on in the world um, whether it's political or it is social or environmental whatever it is and people feel pressured to post something about that that topic that's going on because they would, I guess, feel like a bad person if they don't or because other people are messaging them saying, hey, have you supported this cause yet or whatever it is. And so they end up posting something without like actually understanding what's going on, right? Like they've seen the headlines, they've seen the viral posts circulating, and that's what they base their post on. That's what I feel is unethical and wrong. I have absolutely no problem with people sharing about things that they care about, that they have also done their own research into. You know, social media, it can be used for good things and it can be used for bad things. And the spread of misinformation is certainly one of the bad things that is quite 
common that I also think, though, is quite um, fixable. I think that as social media is around for longer and longer, we can develop a culture that is more conscious of what we share online. And I do think it will take some time and I think it will take some education, like what I'm hopefully trying to do now. But I think it's definitely possible. And so even if it's just taking that extra day or that extra two days in order to share something so that you can really do some reading um, and research, you and your brand and your energy will just come off so much better. All right. And the last thing that I want to talk about today is TikTok shop but it's not what you think. I don't think that TikTok shop overall is unethical by any means. I'm so excited for creators who are getting their bag on TikTok shop. It's not something I'm personally using just because like I'm not a big product recommendation girly, but I do think that there are some unethical ways that I've seen it being used. So one of my main issues is selling things on TikTok shop that you haven't actually used yourself. So some people are just linking like random products under their videos and just like hoping they get clicks and buys and stuff from it, even if they don't have the product or have never tested it. Like I'm totally fine with you getting something free from like the TikTok shop bonuses or whatever and promoting that once you've tried it, even if you didn't buy it yourself. Like I still think that's fine. But if you have never even had the product, you've never held it in hand. Like for me, that's where I think there's an ethical issue. Some other examples of unethical ways, in my opinion, to use TikTok shop would be even if you did get the product in hand, but then you actually didn't like it, but you still promoted it. Um, So something like, you know, skincare, dumping out half the bottle to make it look used when it wasn't and promoting it that way. I hate that. Or the people who so obviously lie and are like, oh my God, I can't believe I bought this for $340 and now it's on sale for $122. Like, oh, darn it. And then they (laughs) tag the product. Like, I hate those so much. Like, I'm sure some of them are real. I'm sure like the first few were and then people were like, oh, that worked. And then they copied it. But I hate that so much. Or another example would be just like, you know, something breaks the first day and you still promote it or you just hated it overall. You still promoted it, right? So definitely there's a right way to use TikTok shop, but there's a wrong one as well. And so I just wanted to kind of warn about this topic as well and just kind of share my thoughts about that. That is it for today, but before I let you go, I wanted to get your thoughts on episode topics that you would love to hear about in 2024 now that 2023 is coming to a close. As always, my DMs are also open for any other feedback that you may have for me. All right, now off to edit. Thank you for tuning in with me today and I will chat with you next week. If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Galliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.